You're listening to Only Here for the Wi-Fi. Yo, yo, what's good? Episode 75 with Edwin Harb. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about a bunch of things, man. We're going to be talking about Clubhouse. Ooh, that new new. What's good? All right. Computer already interrupting the shit. Um, yeah, man. So, you know, as per usual, we give it a little bit of time for the for the thing to do the thing. You know, because Instagram be delaying. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull up homie's photograph. He's already in the chat. But yeah, man, we're going to be digging in deep. We're going to be asking him the questions. And uh, just to let you know, if you're new to the podcast, this is what needs to happen. Okay. I need you guys to submit questions. Participate in the thing. All right. Don't just add comments. There's question bubble. You can, uh, you know, ask myself or Edwin some questions about this, that, and the other thing. You know what I mean? So there, see, I just got a notification now that only here for the Wi-Fi is doing the podcast. So let's start this shit. Hold on. Let's, let's look through some more photos. Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, man. What do we got here? We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about DJing, music production. We're gonna be talking about uh, you know therapy. We're gonna be talking about hot sauces. <laughs> Ed in the house. What's good, man? My old roommate. What's good? All right. So without further ado, let's get Edwin in on the chat. Mm. Hello. Yo, yo, yo. Do we do a sound check? What do we do? How do we start off? I mean, uh, no need um, from my side. Are you good? Yeah, yeah. Sounds really good. Amazing. Keith, no, yeah, Estes. Good. Man, I'm uh, freezing my nuts off over here. You know what I mean? It's. Uh, <laughs> It's a little bit of a challenge, you know. I don't know if you've been following my stories. I'm trying to get my uh, my Hoff game up, you know, going outside, uh, yeah. meditating in the snow. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually been following really closely your stories. <laughs> <laughs> They're one of my favorite Instagram things now. Oh, respect, man. Thank you. Thank you for saying. I know that. that you have one of this like matching going on with the hat, the bed sheets. Yeah, mask. man. You gotta. You know, you got to stylize your, you know, this ain't a game, bro. This is, this is real life. You know what I mean? We're trying to create Absolutely. a vibe. You know, I'm trying to really hit it on the nose. You know what I mean? Let's, uh, let's take a moment to say hello to everyone in the chat, uh, and let them know what the deal is. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to yeah. only here for the Wi-Fi. Uh, we're going to be doing a Q and a session later on. So by all means, okay. I want you to click the question bubble that's right next to add comment okay you should see a question bubble and a question mark click that all right and you can ask some questions and we'll get into a q a later on uh my dude how are you handling this whole crazy pandemic thing how, how are you how are you staying positive uh i've been trying I've been trying different things, basically, just trying to get like a routine going on mostly, which I guess would be the issue here. Like, this is the biggest problem now with the pandemic. Like, you can't really have like a 10 to 6 job, basically, and then 
disconnect and then have your weekends off and stuff. So mm. mostly, basically, just trying to set the routine. Well, what's uh, I'm not. Yeah, what's I'm a typical day? A uh, what's a typical day? Wow. Uh, I don't think there's a typical day anymore. Like I just wake up, try to get my coffee done and start reading emails and then take the day however it comes. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, it's a pretty good idea. How about you? <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, well, you know, like as of as of recent, you know, um, Chino has has sent me an invitation yeah. to Clubhouse, and uh, that's something I'm very very excited about. Are you on that shit yet? I actually don't have an iOS, so <laughs> I, oh. I'm still on Android. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. It hurts. It does hurt. Oh, oh I'm so <laughs> sorry. Blue yeah. Pfeiffer in the house. What's good, everybody? Woo, celebrity fucking. Yo. Hold on, let me turn that up. There we go. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, it's uh well, it's definitely something that you should and anybody who's into, you know, creative, non-creative, whatever. If you're like a someone who's into networking and shit like that, I I've, I've been loving it, man. I've been loving it a lot. So get in on that shit. I guess we're kind of doing like a clubhouse now, like a, an old school clubhouse before clubhouse was a thing. No, nah, this is a podcast, bro. It's totally different. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? No, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about music and like, it's about music. It's about you. It's, it's about all kinds of things. Intimate. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm for sure going to embarrass you on this show. Okay. Like, don't get it twisted. It's going to be like, <laughs> what do you, you know? Anyway. Um, so yeah, you know, I don't know. Like I could do the I could do the fucking you know, the this this translate the computer, you know what I mean? Like like I could do for example. What can you tell me about Donald S. Passman? Did you hear what, anything? What? No. What yeah, what did you tell what can you what repeat can that? Can you tell me about Donald S. Passman? What can you tell me about Donald S. Passman? Who's Donald S. Passman? Okay. 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 You don't know who Donald S. Passman is. You didn't read his book, Everything You know, Need to Know About the Music Business? Um, balam, 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 the lawyer guy. The yeah, lawyer yeah, guy! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you got that from the banana for scale uh, post. <laughs> Did you not read it? Were you? Was this something that you were like, how? Because I mean, bro, I read that I book. Actually, I actually didn't read all of it, to be very honest, because halfway through it, I started like reading the actual book that we had at school, the law book. So, uh, yeah. It scares really the shit out of me, books. that book, man. I've read it, yeah. I don't know, 12 times. And each time I get more and more trauma and more like phobia of just like even saying the word music. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, yeah. oh, no, you know, but uh, yeah, man. OK, well, we'll get into that later because that's some that's some real shit. But like what what kind of music do you bump when you work? Are you are you into like alpha wave meditation, Tibetan bowl music where it's just like, you know, or or like what are you listening to? 
Uh, actually, lately I've been listening to a lot of uh, nice guys playlists. You know them on YouTube. They're like they curate like some playlist or some mixtapes. Okay. So I've been just like playing some of that and just vibing with it. But I don't really have like this work mode music basically and like no instrumental hey, I listen- <laughs> Blue Pfeiffer. yeah shout out to blue pfeiffer yo <laughs> i do listen to blue pfeiffer a lot when i'm working <laughs> do you know the meme where like you have like your headphones on and then you're sending emails and then it says like me sending an email like so formally and listening to music about bitches and gangs <laughs> no i haven't seen that <laughs> no <laughs> okay <laughs> I wish send it to you. I'm not really up on a, uh, on the meme culture thing, but I mean, I do love this song, dude. I keep, I can't stop. I can't stop playing this shit every day. You know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. See a lot, a lot that's coming. That's even like, even if you can't believe that, but it's more interesting than what Blue just released than from Central Ao. You mean coming I, I, out of her? I've been listening to some unreleased stuff. And oh, I'm shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you've been someone who's like, you know, you've been in the music game, like, kind of lurking, right? Like, you kind of like in the behind the scenes a little bit, you know what I mean? But maybe more and more so you come to prominence you've been doing some talks you've been you've been uh you know you've been like you know like you've been like doing the believe thing what's the story with that how did that come to be uh how did i get into music or believe or well i mean i, I mean you could tell me about it. like you want to like first talk about when you, i was born my mommy and my daddy got together <laughs> and uh, how did i get into believe i was actually working with sony before that uh, and started to realize that uh, the label game is actually an evil game so which made me go more into what i really wanted to do at first when i wanted to get into music which actually like help the artists get out there and and get exposed to as many people as possible without being fucked over by stupid deals or yeah or evil deals so i went into distribution take that sony music (laughs) <laughs> no 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 I no, no oh no that. no not I that <laughs> it's not just sony music it's actually most of the major labels and the traditional uh business labels right well i mean you know yeah. uh especially you know again I, like i wanted to talk to you about like donald s passman and some of the things because this is like for, for those people you know the independents out there y'all need to educate yourselves man get educated read up on these things so that when it comes when yeah. the, the when the real deal comes through that you're not like a, a you know they don't pull a fast one on you you know what i mean but like yeah. so yeah, so believe is like something. What it's like French? It's international. I don't, like, what's what's the story here? Uh, it's originally a French company, but uh, yeah, they are like we are. Def- we are maybe in I guess seventy countries. I would say now we have presence in seventy countries or a bit more. Uh, so we are global, but the headquarters are based in France, and we have some headquarters for different departments in UK. Okay. 
And in the mid and in the Middle East, it's like Lebanon HQ or is it Dubai? Like what's this what's that? There's no HQ in the Middle East. We actually like all the teams in the region here report back to France. But oh, we have presence ben. in all of North Africa, the Maghreb region, Egypt, uh, Lebanon looks after the Levant in general, like Palestine, Syria, Iraq, uh, Jordan. And uh, that's it. That's, that's cool, man. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I mean, you know, um, shout out to all your efforts and, and look, anybody and everybody who's helping elevate people. I fuck with that, man. I, I'm, I'm all about it. I'm trying to do what I can to reach out to people in my circle and out of my circle. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but like, what would you say ethically believe is doing differently than say the other, the other peoples that you were with before? Uh, first I would say, uh, just let me. Just a second, because my computer is giving me a notification. Okay, never mind. It's okay, man. Right, okay, I'm right. back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, what's what's uh, the difference ethically? Uh, first, we don't uh, we don't sign or we don't own any of the rights on the on the artists. Basically, anything from the artist except the right to distribute this project or distribute this artist's independent releases for the next, let's say, uh, three four year term. So, and after that, the artist gets back their rights and they have complete rights over their catalog. So they, won't, they wouldn't be selling away their rights. And uh, the second thing is we have like transparent reports that most of the other distributors in the region or even the labels in the region wouldn't provide the artists or uh, the clients they're working with. So, yeah. Because uh, that's one the, thing. Also, yeah. Yeah. Because that's one thing that like, you know, you hear a lot of horror stories from what I, again, it, like just to clarify, believe is a performance rights organization, correct? No, no, it's a digital distributor. So we digital distributor. Music. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like CD baby tune core distro kid, but it's not DIY. So you have a team that's like planning your releases, uh, sending out the pitches to the editors, uh, following up, uh, Made okay. monetizing your content. That's it. Well, hey, and and that just goes to show you how much I do my research. Anyway, so but I mean, like, what PRO, what performance rights organization uh, do you guys fuck with? Because like, okay, distribution, cool, cool, cool. You know, I hear a lot of horror stories about SSM. I hear a lot of you know, like, like you know, like, what's the story, man? I think it's not Sam's issue. It's more of the region that doesn't really respect any intellectual property, quote unquote, or any uh, written work of art or any work of art in general. So uh, you don't have clear intellectual property laws, which makes it difficult for these PROs to actually uh, monetize the, the, the artist's revenue. Yeah, I mean, just think about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the like uh, Dikani's called like WhatsApp Dikani or Seven Eleven, you know, specifically yeah. in Lebanon, where it's just like I think they took the logo of Metallica <laughs> and they made a store. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. You know, or uh, it was like Triple uh, X, the film, and they turned it into a cell phone company. You know, like. <laughs> 
<laughs> Lebanon's so great for that shit. And it's impossible to deal with it. It's impossible. What's up, chicken? <laughs> <laughs> There's like five WhatsApp places in, in, in my hometown, actually. There's one like for cell phones, one for like bread, one for khadrawa. Exactly. <laughs> so they all like they all started calling their places, their shops, WhatsApp, something. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, you know, there's a beauty to that, right? It's like uh, free market capitalism, right? Without any, without any rules or whatever. All right, let's get into some fun, fun, fun times, okay? And uh, and try to try to listen closely now, and keep your and and like go deep with it, man. Tell us the stories, okay? Here we go. Have you made any homebrews during the pandemic? Have I made any homebrews during the pandemic? Uh, no, but I wanted to make apple cider, so I had like a I had like a massive bag of, of apples that I kept in the fridge for almost three months before I decided to throw them out because they turned into cider without any intervention. From wow! My so you're a cider punk. You like cider? Uh, not actually. I I haven't like discovered or got into cider that long ago. It was maybe last year, but uh, I wanted to experiment, and I and this felt like it was the easiest thing to do during the lockdown. Yeah. Well, certainly, um, it's way more refreshing for in the heat. Definitely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I was on I was I was uh snooping around your uh Instagram, of course, you know what I mean? And I saw let me see if I have any photos. No, I didn't take a photo of that one, but it, it looked like you were attending some kind of seminar on how to make beer. Uh I guess when was that? A long Maybe time. Maybe that was during school time, I had a I had a beverage alcohol beverage appreciation class or something. Mm. <laughs> I guess Jean-Marc here here was with me in the class. Jean-Marc somewhere around here. I'm not sure if he's still tuned in. Right. Yeah. Okay. It was a fun class. Okay. Inta, how are you with like brewing? Have you tried? I've never. Any you know brew? what? Let me tell you something, man. I tried someone else's home brew. It scared me yeah. shitless. Never wanted. I was like, and he was like, "How does it taste? Is it good?" And I'm like, you know. And I think what set me off was, and I don't know if this is like maybe he's just a crazy person. Again, I, I call it, it. So my my like. I used to be in a punk band, okay? And yeah. my my friend Simon has been making homebrews forever. And what yeah. fucked me up was, and I'm pretty sure this is not how you're supposed to do it, but he spat into the fucking thing, okay? He was like, yeah, here's my thing. He went, and spat into the fucking... What? And I was like... Shit. Why did you do that? And he was like, yeah. I don't know. He's like making it his own. It's kind of like, you know, letting off one and then calling it your special yeah. recipe. But anyway, it's kind of gross. Are you and you had to think that? What's the hottest sauce you've ever tried? The hottest sauce I've ever tried. Uh, I guess it was the, what was it called? The Cluxters one, the 9-11 maybe. Oh or? shit, Cluxters. Yeah. You're going, you're going yeah. way back, dude. <laughs> Cluxters had yeah, a suicide sauce, man. Yeah, they had one really 
really bad one. I guess it was full of chemicals. I'm pretty sure it wasn't organic. No, they made it with pure hatred. They just bottled hate. You know what I mean? They put that in a little thing. Um, <laughs> I think Buffalo Wings and Rings also has a, a pretty crazy... Because Clusters is done, right? Like They don't even exist anymore. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I haven't passed by the one. I guess the one in Kaslik was the one that st- stood the longest. The main branch, Jan. The main branch, <laughs> you know. And um, who would have thought? Who would have thought that the chicken been? wouldn't? Uh, chicken would not have worked. Speaking of chicken, okay, hold on a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do it. I'm gonna try and do this both in Arabic and in English. Okay, for our Arabic listeners, Leno, it's a thing. Okay, let's try this. Okay. So, what's the story of the one thousand nuggets? Uh, of the one thousand nuggets, yeah, that, that was a couple of years ago, I guess, or three years ago. Uh, I was, I, I had a, like, I planned a party, my birthday party with a friend in uh, Arka. Shout out to Arka. And he yeah. was from Arka. I guess Ed here is uh, one of the people that I met at Arka. One of the, the, like, a lot of people that I met at Arka. Anyway, so uh, it was like a private kind of Facebook group thing. And then we decided to start the competition on the group myself and this friend that was planning the party with me. And uh, it was something like if we get 50 likes on a comment or something, I would I would uh, buy 1,000 nuggets. And at the time, Burger King had like this 10 <laughs> nuggets at $3 deal. <laughs> so we actually got 1,000 nuggets for, for like a birthday party. And I, I, if I remember correctly, I think there was like 50 left at the end or something oh my god that shows you the power of nuggets yeah you can't go wrong man chicks love nuggets i love them you know there's nothing wrong i mean you know that pink slime that compressed meat (laughs) burger king bro that's that's what gets me on (laughs) that pink slime is what i like yeah that's what fueled by pink slime you know yeah, shout out to shout out to Anwar. By the way, your boy Anwar, man. I'm trying. You know, I, I I like reached out to some of your peoples. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and uh, asked them to to share some info, share some cool stories. All right, here's the okay, ne- next question. All right. Let's see. Okay, thank you. How do you feel uh, about man. DJs and producers using fruits and plants as MIDI controllers? I think that's dumb. Fruits are meant to be eaten. Instruments are meant to be played. Right? Like, I mean, I get it. It's Daft cool. Punk, it's cool. You know what I mean? But like, it's, come on, it's bro. It's to experiment, but like, stop. So, like, yeah, uh, just like, oh, you know, uh. yeah, I, I, I've been seeing an ad on Instagram. I'm not sure if, if like you saw it, but it's like some guy playing on ice cubes, like a piano. It's just like, dumb. wow. Like, 
It's like, <laughs> I'm hacking the system. It's like, you got to think outside of the box. Okay? <laughs> Whatever. Do you still have the belly Darbik video? Darbeki, Schlicki. Do I still have the Darbeki video? Do you still have the belly Darbik video? The belly, the belly, the belly Darbeki video. Oof. Ah, I, I'm not sure I still have it, but do you have it? I don't. No, no the, I, I'm not sure. I can't. I can't get it. I'm not embarrassed by this video. I'm embarrassed <laughs> by another one. <laughs> the one that told you about this one is hiding something else. Okay, well, you can thank your boys at uh, Palm Rouge for uh, for sharing that one. Uh, but what's the story behind this Belly Derbeki? Uh, I think Red Bull were yeah Red Bull and Mad Jam actually. Um, did like an activation at the Grand Factory where people would just go up on stage and like do something and then Majam would record it, sample it, and then make a track from it. Okay. So, you have a filter? Yeah. I do. So, ah, we can add filters? Oh yeah, 100%. I'll do, th I'll do that later. Yeah. I have, yeah. So uh, they did like an, an activation where they were recording some uh, samples and then Madjam made the track out of it. So, uh, so yeah, that was my input to the track. Okay. The belly bass. The, the, yeah, geez. Well, you know, it is what it is. It right? is what it is. <laughs> I have nothing to add to that. That's that's such a like a, I have nothing to add comment. <laughs> Signal versus WhatsApp versus Telegram. Uh, oof. I don't know. I, I'm using all three of them, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just want to talk to somebody. I just want to talk to somebody, please. I'm happy as long as I'm involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so no, uh, I'm actually using all three of them. I'm still more used to WhatsApp than any of the other uh, the other two. Uh, <laughs> what about you? Anwar, Anwar. I don't have an opinion about that. Why are you asking me about WhatsApp versus Signal versus Telegram? Wow, because it was a hot topic at one point in time. You know, all of a sudden, your yeah, uncle yeah. and your aunt is like, "Like, habibi, matastamil WhatsApp ba'a, lano al, you know, the government." Mission of government, the government, okay, the government, uh, you know, they're gonna fuck you. They were gonna fuck you. <laughs> did you, did you, did you, uh, delete or install WhatsApp? Did I delete WhatsApp? Or did, yeah, did you actually like? Think of it. Absolutely not, man. I've already signed my life away to Facebook. The only reason why I, I, the only thing I have Facebook for is the podcast and, and the band. If you look at my wall, there is nothing. I don't share information. I'm not like, oh, you know, Joe Biden, you know, or, or like anything to do with Canadian politics. Nothing, man. Nothing. I have nothing to, you know, I don't engage. I don't. Does anyone use Facebook anymore? Really? I don't think so. Maybe boomers, just boomers. 
My grandma does. I, think it's like- I had to mute her ass. Holy shit. My grandmother. Oh my God, uses, dude. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the older generations still use uh, Facebook. I guess it has become just like the boomer like social network. Okay, relax with the boomer thing. I'm feeling a little triggered here because I mean, you know what I mean? But like... <laughs> You know, my grandma, though, dude, I like there's like a memory that I share with like somewhat of an attractive woman. And she's all like, oh, wow, who's that? She's so pretty. Mm, Are you going to tell me about the nice girl in your photograph? I'm like, grandma, shut the fuck up. I didn't do it. What are you doing? I'm not sure if you still have, if you have like the same, uh, the same kind of following on Facebook or whatever they call them now, like friend, friends on Facebook. So called uh, followers. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, like whenever I see a post or anything on Facebook, like the first three, four comments are always like photos of saints. So they man that has commented and then Saint Rafa and then Saint I guess because I was like raised in the in Kisiruan, that might be a reason. Yeah, that might. Well, yeah, that, <laughs> that might be a thing. Thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, yo, for real though, like not. I mean, this is not really a joking matter or whatever, but I'm gonna make a joke anyway, just because it's like comedy. But like straight up, you know, um, my Facebook wall has been almost exclusively eulogies or like the the yeah. the like. Um, what do you call it? The the Arab like why do they make it so black and white and just it's just text? There's no cool design. There's no like photo of the person deceased. You know, it's just like fucking the same. It's a like a template. And why is it a template for everybody? What you can't customize it? I don't think they would have the time to customize it. Like I've 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 thought about this before. You're right. Like it's it's always like this template. It's like either black and white or black and white with a photo of the deceased. Is there a but photo that all I've ever seen is text? I, I've, seen, I've seen it in a few in a few places. I think we should change the game up, Edwin. Fuck this believe bullshit. Let's get into the eulogy game or whatever it's called. What is that? What is it called? I think funeral planner or something like that. I think they have these. Yeah, they have funeral planners somewhere. I've read about. Them. Yo, on some real shit. I was having a conversation, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure like someone's. I, I could give a fuck, but like at least let it be known that on this podcast, uh, you know, the idea was first incarnated, right? That was born here. Um, you know, a lot of the times, right? Like, I don't know about you, but we're at that age now where people be getting married, right? Yeah. People be getting married and also people be dying. Okay. Two things. Coronavirus. And let's be honest, like low key, even before coronavirus, I I wasn't really trying to go to fucking no countries. You know what I'm saying? Outside of my city. I have family who were like, I'm getting married. I'm like, cool. It's very cool. (laughs) So anyhow, the idea is to basically create a virtual zoom like or online experience. You know what I mean? Uh, so that family members can and friends can kind of like, you know, tune into a live of that wedding and kind of be there virtually. Yeah. You know what I mean? Haven't they done that? I'm, I don't know if they have, but they certainly haven't I, made I, it I, sexy. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, there's, there's definitely no production value in it. Exactly. It's just like no, it's just a camera on the wall and they're like, yeah. he died. They got married. You're welcome. You know what I mean? But like, you need to fucking get like DJ Khaled. You know, you got the Believe hookup. You know what I mean? You get, start getting like, you know, Chino on the ones and twos. And, and you know, uh, you, you just like, you know, do this thing. And you call it the platform. I do. And then the other thing is till death do us part. Okay. Right? Yeah. You down? Like Are you going to invest? I like I'm not sure I want to get into the business. Of- you know, oh, you don't want to get into the business of death? <laughs> it never stops. It never stops the business of death. <laughs> the most secure thing you can, if you ever wanted to be in a market, that will never waver. You know? Yeah. Like, is the light, is, is the light like this okay? Because I guess my other light just like decided to turn off. I mean, it's fine. Can you see my? I mean, I can see my money maker. I can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We good, okay. baby. We good. Yeah. Okay, so uh, here's a here's the thing. Here's here's a real question. Okay, here's a real question. Yeah. Let me correct it. ما هي بعض الأعمال المفضلة لديك لتخرج من بيروت العالم العربي؟ What's are some of your favorite acts to come out of Beirut, the Arab world? Oof, that's a tough question. That's what we do, baby. Tough questions. Uh, can I actually answer with the best, like, kind of projects to come out of the, like, album, EP, single, just like an artwork that came out of the region? Sure. Okay, so I guess uh, a lot of people are probably going to hate me for this, but I don't, I don't care. Mashrua uh, Layla's Ibn al was one of the, I guess, albums that were definitely the better made in the region. Uh, uh, Ross the last uh, Ross album. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Mm. Babel Dakhul. I'm gonna talk. No, Babel Dakhul, Akid. But I'm gonna talk about albums and not singles. I'm just saying I don't want to talk about singles. So, tama. And like, so we can probably limit the options. Okay. Ross, you can do it both Lebanon and outside. Who else? For all the listeners as well, you can submit your comments too. You know what I mean? Like, by all means, participate. Don't just be sitting here watching and listening. Help me, guys. Yeah, Help me remember. Yeah. Uh, Lake Zed, uh, Zed and uh, My Walid was a great album. Yeah, Neptune. Uh, I think that was the name of the album, right? Neptune? Uh, l- or it was just called name. May and Zed or something. I guess it was just May and Zed. I like that Neptune song. Mm. And also 
fucking what is it like megan becky <laughs> i was actually we actually funny enough were sharing the studio that they recorded that record at like zade and i we yeah. had um we like you know we were like the power rangers or uh, what is it captain planet we combined our forces together and we were sharing a studio in fasul i think he's still working out of there now that's where we recorded uh, sailor's delight but may walid came through May and Zaid, and she did this song, and it, get, it kept getting stuck in my head, man. Not Muga. Firanta Garub. But I'm begging. Dun, 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 dun. Hold on, I'll just keep playing through. I'll just keep playing. You you keep on thinking of uh, of people. Oof, okay. okay. Amar el Gedid, I think, is the name of the song. No. Hold on. Yes, yeah, Zalami. Like, Mabaf, I'm not really good with names of albums, with names in general. Okay. But Anwantan Bishop's. Uh... Uh, what what was it called? The last EP they did was really good. The gold, uh, the gold record. Yeah, you don't like it. I think it, I, I think a lot of people didn't get the, the right perception from it. You know what? Let me let me weigh on in. Let me weigh in on this on some real shit. You want to hear some real shit, my dude? Let me yeah, tell yeah, you, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear your real shit. What I fucking hate with all of my being is how, for some reason, if you're an artist in the Middle East, you have to be like the most Orientalist fucking thing on the planet. You have to, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like that Mongolian group, man. You know, like they're, they do metal and they're yeah. from Mongolia and they're like, bleh, 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 bleh. Yeah, the okay. The throat singing guys doing metal and they're from Mongolia because God forbid that they just make music and they happen to be from Mongolia. You know what I mean? It doesn't happen in the States where it's like, Oh, you're from the States. It's gotta be They can make whatever they want. And people that, aren't like, that's, that's the Hollywood effect. That's the Hollywood effect. That's the, that's them deciding what's what they want to promote, basically. But eh, I get you, I get you. I'm not with the Orientalist shit that, like, I'm not with forcing it, but if it's something that's within your identity, why not show it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't get me wrong. Look, uh, you know, homie fucking shit. Oh my God, I'm having a brain fart. The guy with the beard and the hair and come on, man. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Wonton Bishops. Beard and the hair. Oh my God, dude. I'm having a brain fart. I've been out of Lebanon for like, what? A half a second. And I'm already forgetting. I'm, the the lead singer of, of Wonton fucking, I can't. Haram Alayhi fucking Bishops, Nadir. man. Nadir. Nadir. Thank God. Nadir. Fuck. Yeah. Funky Nad. That's what I remember him as. Yo, straight up. My bad. Anyhow. So Nadir. Nadir's been like legit. 
Like he's the real deal. You know what I mean? He is the real deal. He can play the harmonica like a motherfucker. He can play musical instruments. Like he is the embodiment of the thing. Now, having said that, kind of liked it when he was doing blues music more so than when he was doing the psychedelic, you know, like uh throwback to the 60s and 70s of the Arabic world. You know what I mean? Like I know, you know, I, I think what the problem is, they didn't release the album or whatever they were preparing after this EP. And they took so long to release it. So people didn't really like see what was happening and why this transition from like blues or whatever they were doing to like this Arabic infused blues or whatever they want to call it, you know, but... It was psych rock. It wasn't blues anymore. And what happened was, no, they went around and they were like, we're from Lebanon. And they're like, you don't sound like you're from Lebanon. Sound like you're trying to do blues music from Herbert. You're doing it there. So why don't you do some Durka Durka like you do Durka 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 Durka. And then they were like, oh, shit. Yeah, I guess he's right. Because at the end of the day, it's true, man. Okay, yeah, sure. Music festivals and you yourself, you probably know. They're like, what? Is you what are you though? Are you Arab? Make Arab musics. Absolutely, absolutely. That's what they want. They want to book if if they see an Arabic name or if they see a Lebanese band or or a, a, an Arabic act or whatever, they're gonna expect to listen to basically like Altin Gun and Turkey Bay. You know, like they want this influence. I do know. Yes. And then you yeah. have, for example, then you have, for example, Khangabin, who I can't say their name. <laughs> it's Kruangbin, Alan. It's what? Kruangbin. Krang? Kruangbin. Kru. Say it again. Kruangbin. Kruangbin. Yes. I don't like believe you. Kruangbin. I don't believe you. Let's see what, let's see what fucking the computer has to say Krangabin, right okay Krangabin. k-h-r-u-a-n oh oh did you hear Krangbin. Krangbin. yeah Krangbin. oh there's no there's no ga it's just Krangbin. 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 Hey, I like that one. <laughs> That's, that sounds better. Hey, hi, <laughs> Anyway. It sounds like something your your grandfather makes you think when you're... When you're <laughs> when you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yo, listen, I get you, man. But, I mean, like, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, if I were an artist coming out of Canada... Yeah. kind of technically am right mm. um that doesn't happen you know you don't need to associate yeah. you don't need to be the cultural ambassador of your city for like you know like you, you know what i have to wear a plaid shirt and fucking you know play the accordion and be like you know like uh making what what is it even like stomp and tom you know do you know stomp and tom stomp and no. tom you know, Stompin' Tom. Is that like a Canadian thing? Yeah. it's a, He is the king of Canada, okay? 
Okay. And here's one of my favorite songs from the King of Canada. All right. You ready for this? It's pretty yeah. Canadian. It doesn't get more Canadian than this. Okay. Hello out there. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. Okay, like that's like, you know, oh, you're from Canada? The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. It sounds like something South Park would write if they're trying to create a Canadian song, basically. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I fucks with this dude. He's the goat. Okay. Like, I mean, like he's got some really, really cool, cool ass songs. And he's kind of like a, a, a bit of a, like, you know, he's like Johnny Cash uh, era type outlaw country, country, country guy. You know what I mean? But what I'm yeah. saying is, is like, not everything coming out of Canada has to be, you know. You know, you, you're going to end up having, you know, like, uh, here's Palm Rouge. Oh, but why are you not to play the Oud, though? Why you are not make it with the... You know, the guy who goes on the Corniche and he's selling fucking, like, Fusta or something. And he's doing this weird, cool, like... And you're like, yes, fool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I know what I mean, but I guess this is like, this is the biggest problem when it comes to like culture in general. It's the Western influence or the Western whatever, like the, the, the basically West making the trends or West making what the standard should be. And that's what I'm saying. That wanton bishops just continued making fucking blues, hard hitting rock music and, and not worry about this, that halas. You know what I mean? Of course, they can do whatever they want to do and it's in them. But at the same time, you know, like, you know, like, that's, that's all I have to say about that. Much love and respect to uh, Nader. And in all and all the things, okay. Where are they now, by the way? That's that's what I guess the problem is. And where are they now? Like if they if they release the EP and they they follow the top with whatever they were aiming for, I guess this would have made more sense to the listeners or to the fans that used to like them for the blue stuff they were doing. Yeah. But also having said that, where is anyone? It's fucking pandemic. Where so yeah, it's a pandemic. Yeah. It's so hard to even, it's so hard to even just like <sighs> release music in this day. It's like, who gives a shit? Like here, here, just heck, have it, have it. I've been, I've only been spending my whole life doing this. Here's a tweet. Yeah. How do we change this, Edwin? How do we fucking put weight and substance and kind of let things be more appreciated? This is what we're trying to do is basically just trying to, because, because of the pandemic, like we've realized how much artists need basically live touring to make a living. So there's more, there's more light shed on, on digital streaming, on basically people experiencing the music through uh, just their earphones and not being part of the experience, which is a shame, but like, this is what we have to do at this moment. 
and we believe this is gonna be the future as well like people are gonna be listening to music and streaming music for as long as i can imagine right so yeah i think you have to better have a better digital presence nowadays which isn't always the case and is it always easy for everyone yeah yeah that makes sense oh, no for sure i mean mm. you know some look the, for me honestly and this is probably why you know when you get to a certain level when you've been working on your craft and it and it financially makes sense consider having someone else work on your promotion because I feel so self-aware, dude. I feel like a cheap vacuum cleaner salesman who I'm like, like subscribe and comment and you know what I mean? And it's just like, you know, you feel gross. Whereas someone else might be a little bit more proficient and, or like more skilled at getting and building, um, you know, building your brand what up uh bruna is that your sisters your sisters in the yeah what's up all right listen bruna thanks so thank you so much for tuning into this podcast um you need to submit some embarrassing fun stories okay in the question section there's a little question bubble click on it and start sharing some embarrassing things do it and don't forget that i know where you live yeah don't forget that (laughs) But anyway, all right, so let's kick things into fun again and maybe less like existential crisis bullshit. Okay. Uh, Favorite local food spots in Beirut? Maalim Artin or any Armenian, good Armenian place uh, in Beirut? Maalim Artin, oh no, to name a couple, just basole, the top two, definitely. So why Armenian though? Uh, I just really fuck with Armenian food. I love Armenian food. I feel like it's like Mediterranean food version 2.0, you know, like they, yeah. they've taken everything that's Mediterranean and then added their spices and then made it a hundred times better. A hundred percent. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah man. The, 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 well, again, come back, coming back to spices, right? Like, I mean, you fuck with spices and a lot Absolutely. of the Lebanese population don't really do spicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, I guess now, like, there's more like spicy stuff just for like this fusion thing, you know, just like having different things on the menu and creating new products, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're right. You know, it's interesting. uh, McDonald's right now here in Canada, for example, uh, are rolling out a uh, a spicy McChicken. Okay, and they're doing it to crazy. Actually, they're doing habanero, uh, really spicy Szechuan. Which, again, uh, for all you Rick and Morty fans, they're doing a Szechuan sauce, which is fucking awesome. But ghost pepper is the third one. Which is kind of crazy for McDonald's. I'm wondering if the ghost pepper is going to be actually like proper ghost pepper because, you yeah. know. 
and and do you think that would sell or are they just making it for the stunt well you know the thing is is that yeah like spice culture has come up the chili culture there's like a fascination Mm. with challenging yourself to eat the hottest fucking thing on the planet right you've got that show hot ones and yeah man super fascinating oh i think bruna i think your sister did something (laughs) oh shit Alan, I don't like that smile. <laughs> hey, <Rebza Mark>. <laughs> <laughs> Please ask about when Edwin had to parkour to get into Azata Ruzet. I legit had to parkour to get into Azata Ruzet. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was back in, uh, in uni days. And... Uh, I, I, I used to go to NTU where like Zata Rosette is so close. So we were going with me, Jean-Marc and a friend uh, to Zata Rosette, the one up in Jaita. And then there's a charcuterie on next to it. So we tried to find a parking at Zata Rosette and the valet wouldn't take the car for some fucking reason. And then we tried to find another parking like behind uh, <laughs> behind Zata Rosette or something. And, it, and uh, we, we couldn't. So we ended up parking in charcuterie and apparently a lot of people were doing that. So like they had a guy <laughs> whose job was just like to follow people coming out of the parking, like parking in Sharkitiaon and then going up to Zataruze. <laughs> so he saw us and then he was like, No, go back to your car. So we had to go like climb around Sharkitiaon's <laughs> fucking parking on like some generator, electricity generator shit with like <laughs> with like mezut and shaham <laughs> walk around to get into Zatarazir. Man, the dedication to eating at this place, I would have just been like, hey, maybe fuck Zatarazit for this day. <laughs> you know? I th- I think you get to a point where you have enough of like university food and like this crispy chicken sandwich oh my God, with dude. like some dumb sauce. Danu, Zatarazit crispy chicken. <laughs> Like, look, low key, I fucks with uh, the halloumi bacon. That's like you can't you can't mess with that, man. That was a that was a that's an OG order, man. You get the halloumi bacon. Ooh, you know, I gotta tell you, man, Ottawa, Ottawa be fucking fucking up the food game, man. I, I you know, straight up. Granted, they have some good Chinese food here way better chinese food but there is like for whatever reason man the white people here just be like would you like a poutine or a hamburger or how about some poutine hamburger french fries with some onions onion rings and that's it you know and i'm kind of um yeah man i'm appreciating the 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 quality of fast food in lebanon is Yo, man, you don't appreciate what you got till it's gone kind of situation. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I see that you cook a lot. Like, Is that like a thing that you developed when you moved back, back to Toronto? Or is this like something that you used to do a lot? Or- well, I mean, okay, I've, I've always cooked. But mm. I guess, you know, certainly, you know, being in the pandemic, you know, you get to fucking you have a lot more time on your hands, you know, like straight up before I just didn't have the time, dude, you know, back in the day, 
with lazy lung and shit, man, I would get off work. I wouldn't have time. I'd be eating very, very late or I would just be having like Casper uh, and Gambini or Abu Hassan or, or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like the bougie shit, the privilege, the like the first class, you know what I mean? The Cedar Lounge style food. You know what I'm saying? Go to the Cedar Lounge. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Hold on a second. What, we, what's what's like your favorite dish to cook, or or do you have like a preference, or is it like whatever, whatever's mm, in the fridge? Let's see. Well, I mean, you know, I'm definitely someone who can nunchuck a kata some food together for sure. But um, uh, I'm gonna go with just yeah, uh, making steak, or if it's like something from scratch, stuffed peppers. I've been doing stuffed peppers like all, and it never gets old. It's really, really, really nice. good. Either I've with quinoa or, or rice. It's like it's like dolma, but like Italian dolma with Italian flavors of dolma. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny and Dunia want to know what's your biggest cooking fail? <laughs> uh, I can't really think of one. Probably like burn something or... I, I once tried, like, I bought, like, this new brand of popcorn where they had, like, <laughs> popcorn inside a... Uh-oh. I think that the power must have just got caught. Let's, let's play some music. All right. Hey, listen, you know, I hope you guys are enjoying today's podcast. And by all means, you know, keep the questions coming. The electricity did cut for sure. And that's not a problem because we can still just do what we do. All right. Uh, let me take this chance to tell you about some of the shows that we have later on. Don't worry, Edwin. Just wait till for the power to come back and, and, and everything. You know what I mean? Make sure that, you know, the connection is stable. Okay, so we are going to be having uh, Darwish on the show tomorrow. Very, very prominent battle rapper, rapper, Syrian slash Beirut fame. You know, uh, shout out to the arena. Shout out to uh, to everybody in the hip hop game. And then on Saturday, we're going to be interviewing the lovely Maria. Maria um, uh, um, Amuni, okay? And and she's going to be talking about all kind of cool, like, holistic healing. You know, I want to talk to Edwin about his uh, hot stone therapy session that he had. So, what up, Maru? How you doing, girl? Let's get Edwin back into the chizat. Yeah, we're trying. We are trying. Oh. Waiting for Edwin. I don't know, man. Uh, try again, my dude. Try again. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, very excited for the guests that we're going to be having on, on the show this week. Uh, and, and thank you to everyone who has... You know, kind of like supported the podcast thus far. It's uh, it's a pleasure doing this for everyone. Okay. Yes. 
Let's try and let's try and get him in. Here we go. Yeah. There we go. Sorry, power cut. It's okay, heavy. I man. guess you, yeah, it already made sense by now. Only here for the wife. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I was telling you about the cooking page. So yeah, I bought this new popcorn brand where they like they had it packaged in a box. And then you would like kind of twist the box, put it in the microwave, microwave for a couple of minutes, and then the box would turn into like the actual container. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so long story short, I put it for two minutes, and then I started smelling something. I opened the microwave. It's and twelve o'clock. <laughs> And I swear it was like the apartment was instantly full of like some toxic smoke, like some <laughs> tear shit. Like you can compare the shit to the tear gas. Thousand <laughs> <laughs> times tear gas. <laughs> wow. Like, I'm pretty sure I can sue the shit out of them, but I didn't have any proof at the time. <laughs> yeah, man. Just film that shit. Yo, burnt popcorn. Oh my God, dude. That is possibly the most wretched smell next to getting out of the airport in Beirut on uh, any given day in June, you know? <laughs> My God. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, that's so true. Yeah, man. I've, listen, you know, I was supposed to come back um, in March, and I was just advised to maybe delay till till May, to the end of May, especially, like, you know, airport is closed, uh, shit here in uh, in Canada is still kind of on the iffy, on the if, if, if. Who knows? Maybe, uh, you know, I'll get vaccinated. I don't know. I don't know what the what the rollout plan is for that. Are, are you, you know planning I mean? like coming back for good? Or are no, you, like, no, 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 no. I've Khalas, man, game over. Okay. Lebanon is game yeah. over for me, dude. You know, I'm I'm moving on to greener pastures. I invested, you know, 15 years of my life into serving a sentence that is living yeah. life in Lebanon. I mean, like, let's be honest. It, it was some of the best formative years of my life were there. And I think it really did turn me into the hardworking and resilient person. If there's like on some real seriousness, bro, you know, just respect to anyone and everyone who's pushing through in Lebanon right now, because yeah. you know what I mean? It, 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 it's kind of like I'm half half on some things, right? I'm half half on the sense like bravo and no mishmaul how you are so strong and capable of uh of pushing through mentally strong. But at the same time, it's like I'm so confused by the apathy. Like how like how much shit do you need to endure before you start murdering people on the streets? You know what I mean? Specifically, I specifically those, you know, in power. Mom, mm -hmm. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, it's a tough one. It is. And we don't need to, you know, I don't, I don't want to talk about that shit. Anyway. Okay. So cool, cool, cool. Uh, favorite mini, your top three favorite mini ish. Uh, mini ish shops or like mini ish. Flavors. flavors, styles, flavors. you know what I mean? Yeah, like Messalan. Uh, 
you know, are you a Spanish guy or a Kishik uh, guy? I'm, like, lately, I've been fucking with like a Spanish and a Kewe mix. Okay. That shit's really good. Yeah. Uh, there's a place here, like, because I moved to Batroon, so there's a place here close by. That's like the first put in, in, in Lebanon or something like that. Wow. And they do like some really good like naish. And they have like one with the jibne, jibne shatta, they call it, which is like like chili paste and, and whatever cheese mix they do. Mm. I feel like, like the energy in Batroon is different. Sesame. You know? Yeah, it is. It is by far. There is like far. there is like some serious electromagnetism or some there's some kind of energy field that exists in Batroon that is different than anywhere in the world. I'm a body man. Every time I go there, I feel my yeah. body is like being healed. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was the greatest fucking decision I ever took. Like that was right after the first lockdown and back in May last year, I guess. And before before the explosion, obviously. So uh, so I moved up to Batroun, and I, I like I spent four years, maybe or five years in Madam Khail, which was like super intense. Like you get to live this like Madam Khail life that everyone like. It's it's kind of like the American dream of Lebanon of Lebanese people. So you get to live that life, but then it's like too fucking intense. Batroun is exactly what like I needed. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, uh, getting out of the city, I remember in uh, 2015 during the garbage crisis, you know, the, the streets are filled mountains of garbage yeah. everywhere. And as soon as you kind of like left the city, you just kind of felt like about if it's I don't know if it's like the collective anxiety of the city, just everyone like you know, like, let me see if there's like a sound effect that could possibly, you know what I mean? Like, no, that's, that's a little bit intense. Hold on. That's what it is. You just walk around. It's like the start of an L Ross track. You know what I mean? And, um, and then you go up to the fucking to Batroon and everyone's like, hey, bro, you want to go surfing? <laughs> People are like on longboards. Yeah. <laughs> there's like a tuxi. There's a, there's a, there's a something called tuxi, which is like a tuk-tuk that just like drives around and gets you stuff. And then you just like call it and yeah. pay three for like whatever they get you, which is like so Batroon. Yeah. A guy with the tuk-tuk. That's funny, huh? The tuk-tuk thing is trying to, they're trying to, I remember um, someone in, in my apartment building had one just sitting. It was brand spanking new. Like, hatta, it was like probably wrapped in plastic or something like that, you know, to protect it. And I think they were trying to do some kind of business with the tuk-tuk, you know what I mean? I think everyone tried to do some kind of business with the tuk-tuk at one point in Lebanon. Right. It's yeah. cool in Thailand, so it should work here. And they're like, "La, maha tuzbat." No, no, we need, we need an ice cream truck to serve you full and hummus. I don't understand. Like, can I, you know what I mean? Like, it's so weird uh, the Arab culture with that regard. You know, like using an ice cream truck, and it's like a motherfucker of an ice cream truck. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. 
Um, all right, let's 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 hear some some real shit. Uh, best places to grab a steak. Mm. Uh, what was the name of the place behind uh, International Happy Prince? Happy Prince. Happy Prince. Okay. Happy Prince. They they have a really good steak. All right. Give me three places. Give me three answers for every like you know. Tuck tuck tuck. Yeah. Uh. Uh, what what was it the the place that serves it's a really weird place a steak bar sushi something they have a really good steak as well steak but, but I hate these places I hate these places with like steak and sushi but like they have a good steak they actually have a good steak okay yeah and maybe uh, I don't remember if Ferdinand had a steak but I remember having a steak somewhere in Hamra that was really good I guess it was Ferdinand yeah. Ferdinand had a really good, uh, like blueberry chocolate burger or something like that. Yeah. Okay, we got uh, Instanius, Instatanius. Tell us about the funniest thing that happened with you in your travels. Fuck. Where can we see who's watching? Is it? This life. You want to see? Okay, hold on. We've got uh, Jihad in the house, Ryan Fayad in the house, Pulsar Modular was good. I'm like calling out all these people. They're probably like, what the fuck are you doing, man? I want to be anonymous. We've got Wael <laughs> Saade. You got your sister still. Yo, keeping tabs, bro. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Thank you for being a fan of the podcast. Was good, you know. Uh, we got Tanyos Nassar, Maysam, Jean Marc Abirizik. Yeah, man, we got mad people. You know, I can't, I can't. There's just so many of them. I can't name them all. Okay. <laughs> you can, you can probably. Yeah, there's eleven. <laughs> We'd still have eight fingers combined to count. More people. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's too many to count. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess funniest moment. It's it's tough to like choose one moment, but I guess. Uh, they involve they involve a lot of weed mostly yeah <laughs> so don't worry about it baby they they legalize that I, shit I now it. man you you know <laughs> i leave it at uh, this okay you know okay. okay those are the funniest <laughs> stories how about you just man you dumb as fuck bro you could have just told the stories and left out the other thing and been like you know it was real fun I don't remember the other. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, shit. All right. Type. Here's a here's an easy one. Top three places for ice cream. Elado, Sahel Alma. Shout out to the Zero Enough kids. Yeah, is that enough in the house? What's up? You know that's what's good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess Elado. Uh, what was the place in Ashrafiye? Uh, the old guy. I'm not sure if it's still there. I'm sure you know it. Mm, I'm not into old guy ice cream. I only fuck with the new shit. You know what I mean? I'm, I was into... Uh, but I know someone else actually recently just mentioned that as well. He's like been doing ice cream for a thousand years. You know? As a matter of fact... I think, yeah, specifically it was Layla. Layla Nahas, who was like, yeah, there's a guy, Bumetri. 
I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess. Hannah? Mitre or Bu Mitre? Hannah Nitri. Hannah Mitre, Hannah Mitre. That's it. Yeah. He's like the Jiro dreams of sushi. He's just out there being like, you know, making the, making the. (laughs) That's exactly what he does. Is that? (laughs) So I love that movie, man. Jiro dreams of sushi. You see, like he's like, I've been making sushi for seventy-five years, and oh shit, hold up. Sorry about that. He's like, I've been making sushi for seventy-five years, and and then he's got his son, who's like, and one day I'll give the business to my uh, to my son. He's like, I've been making rice for eight years. That's all he could do. He's like, just the rice. You're not ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what you mean, but like, it's it's legit, actual good ice cream. Like, it's not just because he's an old guy that does ice cream. You know. <laughs> People would just be like, "Yeah, he's old as fuck." And the ice cream is like you're eating it. And you're like, oh, why does it taste like library? <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> all right. Um, okay. So here's a fun, and and this might be the last segment. Okay, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, a, a funny thing. Okay, here we go. What would you rather? Instead of contracting coronavirus, you have to replace it with another condition. Which of these conditions would you rather? And by the way, it's contagious. For about two weeks. Okay. Okay. Persistent genital arousal disorder. Uh, you know what? Let me just because I can't hyper hyperhidrosis, and I'll tell you what that means. Okay. Or alien hand syndrome. Okay. Alien hand syndrome. Hold on. <laughs> I don't even want to know what that means. It just sounds too cool to have. PGAD is a phenomenon in which afflicted women experience spontaneous genital arousal, unresolved by orgasms and triggered by sexual or non-sexual stimuli, eliciting stress. It's not it just women. Like, uh, it's men as well. Too bad of a condition to have. No, it's horrible, dude. You're coming all the time. You're just kind of like, <laughs> like you know, it doesn't matter. It could be like, you know, Edwin. I was sure. By the way, I was sure I don't was gonna like that. I was sure I don't was gonna like that. Edwin, your fam. You know, like all of your family died, and then you're like, and you're just like coming in your pants. Anyway. Okay, it's kind of funny and embarrassing because your family's on the chat, but we, we keep on doing it. So hyperhidrosis, okay, is the next thing. I know you already answered it, but I need to look. We're raising yeah. awareness on some real issues, okay? These are real issues, and they're happening, okay? Is abnormally excessive sweating that's not necessarily related to heat or exercise. You may sweat okay. so much that it soaks through your clothes or drips off your hands. Sure. Besides disrupting normal daily activities, this type of heavy sweating can cause social anxiety and embarrassment. 
for the Arabic listeners. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But anyway, so yeah, an alien hand syndrome. Let's see here. Alien hand syndrome is characterized by involuntary movements of a limb, usually the hand, that seem purposeful or functional. People with this movement disorder may also feel that the limb is not part of their body. So you're just kind of like, you know, it's just like your hand is doing a thing. So you either. Yeah. So you're not having coronavirus, but you have to choose of the three and you're going to go with. Alien hand syndrome, absolutely. It has this surprise effect to it that keeps you like on the edge of your seat, not knowing what your hand's gonna do next. Can, yeah. can you imagine that? I mean, I can imagine a lot of things I could do with an alien hand, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Do they give you like a card with it, like a handicap card just, with it? I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty like, sure that you that get. Just- I'm pretty sure you get special treatment. That is for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean. And listen, guys, we're having fun. These are we're raising awareness. We're not making fun of people. Don't cancel me. Don't be like, I was watching all the for the Wi-Fi. I was making fun of the fucking people with hyperfidrosis and persistent genital arousal disorder. I don't think how like how probable is it to have these syndromes? Because I don't think, like, from 14... I don't know, man. Be able to, like, you, you could be in Batroon, paragliding. You could do some uh, hang gliding. You know what I mean? Fall into the water, and then, yeah. bah, all of a sudden, you're like... <laughs> you just can't stop coming for the rest of your life. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be hang gliding, but, uh, yeah, it's something to think you about. You just got to ride with it, man. Ride <laughs> okay. with it. Anyway, my dude, it has been a total pleasure. I'm sorry if I embarrass the fuck out of you, but I low-key live for this, okay? I low-key... That was super fun. It's the only reason why I do this podcast. It's the only reason. (laughs) It's the only reason I came on this podcast. Habibi. Both figuratively and literally. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my man. Well, you know what? I feel great. And that's another thing, man. I got to tell you, you know, watching these things, doing these things, I walk away feeling like a million bucks, man. I swear to God, it's a bit of a selfish thing that I do. Um, and it's really great. It you know, I, I love talking to you, man, and all the other people of all different types of life. So, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> we need ASMR. You want me to like, you know, like open this thing and be like. Mm. <laughs> Can we have like a section next time we do this thing where we like a segment where we like have an ASMR battle? Okay. As a part. Okay. Imagine it's nighttime. Okay. And I want you to ASR me to to sleep. Okay. ASMR with Edwin Harp. Okay. Hey, Adam. Are you sleeping? Mm. <laughs> This is so weird. That's so weird. It's kind of weird, but I'm getting getting into it, though. I'm getting into it. Just just, just keep going. Okay? I'm listening. Hold on. Let me turn down the lights. Hold on. Hold on. Shit, this is getting too serious. Okay. 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 I'm going to tell you a bedtime story. Whisper, motherfucker! I'm trying to go to sleep! (laughs) I'm going to tell you. Bedtime story. Get closer. 
It's ASMR. You have to be like literally on the phone. Okay. Does this sound good? Yes. Can you sleep with this stone? Yes, Does I can. It make you want to sleep. I mean a little bit, but you can keep going. Or also back. Are you enjoying this? Fuck that guy, man. Just keep doing it. <laughs> it's just me. You're it's just you and I on the internet. Just two guys Forget doing it. Forget about the other 14 people on this call, on this podcast. Don't worry about it. Just go with it, man. Just go with it. I think Razabek's enjoy, enjoying it more than we intended to. You know what? I, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually imagining his graffiti art. He's, yeah. he's spraying. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he's also a graffiti artist. But anyway, I'm just imagining the spray paint. That's it. Okay, cool. Hey, hey, man. Wow. Wow. There, uh, round of applause, everybody. Like, smash that like button. Okay, smash the like button. And, uh, you know, big round of applause for my man, Edwin Harb, everybody. Have a, yeah, yes, yes. All right, my dude. Yalla. Have a, have a great night. Okay. Yalla, my dude. That's what's up. Another episode in the bag. That's how we do it. Uh. You know what? Let me let me uh, let me play some music by our next guest. Actually, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, Darwish, Darwish coming on the show tomorrow. Let me mute this real quick, cause like low key, not the same guy. Man. get the photograph of our next guest here we go hold up come on now